0: Welcome to Care AfriCast, the show that takes you behind the scenes of care, an international humanitarian organization dedicated to fighting global poverty and providing relief to those in need. I am your host, Kelly Muduthi, and I am thrilled to have you join us on this journey. Forget superheroes in capes. This season, we are celebrating real Life heroines. Join us as we journey across East, Central, and Southern Africa, meeting extraordinary women who are not just shattering glass ceilings, but building bridges for others to follow. Our first stop takes us to Kenya, where Nayan Kiplagat stands as a tall beacon of hope. Co-founder and director of the awe-inspiring Paran Women Group, a network of 3,700 women across 64 groups, Nayan isn't just breaking barriers, she is shattering them. Driven by a fierce determination to empower her community, Nayan's journey began in 2005 with a single group, their united voices rising against the challenges women faced. Today, her organization empowers women through income-generating activities resource centers, and leadership development, all while promoting eco-friendly practices to combat climate change. Her unwavering commitment has earned her not just the hearts of countless women, but prestigious awards like the Prize for Women's Creativity in Rural Life in 2019, and the Global Conservation Award at COP28 in 2023, solidifying her position as a true conservation champion. Prepare to be inspired by Nayan's incredible story. Stay tuned as we delve deeper into her impact and the empowering work she does alongside fellow women warriors. Thank you so much, Nayan, for sparing your time to speak with us. We are so honored to have you to share with us your impact in Kenya. Um, So to start us off, we'd like you to tell us what stirred you up to start up Paran uh, Women's Group. Uh, Paraguay Women Group is an
1: organization to address challenges on gender equalities and climate change. And I want to say that uh, when we say we address gender issues, we, has, we address gender issues through conservation and restoration. This mm-hmm. is what we saw because we saw that uh, us as women, we are facing a lot of challenges. And because I am a uh, Working with two communities, that is the Masai and the Oki communities and the Kalenjin also, part mm. of the Kalenjin. I saw that most of the women and girls are the ones who are facing these challenges. And I thought that it is good for me to actually start this organization. And mm. uh, what I, I I did is uh, I encouraged the women to continue with income generating activities, the co-friendly activities that... Uh, is friendly to the environment and I made sure that these activities the women are earning something small to at least run their livelihoods. and mm-hmm. this one we did slowly by slowly and other women actually came and joined the groups and they were very interested with Paran women group by mm-hmm. the year 2009-2010 mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: we had 24 women groups. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: in uh, that year also, the organization grew because of the successful uh, things that the women were doing in income generating activities. And we made sure that there is market for these activities that women were doing. Mm -hmm. And we say that uh, we have to do environmental conservation because environmental Mm -hmm. conservation is the key. And -hmm. we saw that it will help the women, especially uh, especially when they get good environment, when they get fresh air, and Mm. also when they get a clean water. That's where Mm -hmm. we started and Even now, I think uh, we have at at least grown up to uh,
0: 64 women groups. You've mentioned about uh, the 64 women groups, which I also saw in an article, it might round up to around 3000 women or is it more?
1: Yes, we are uh, now like uh, 3,700
0: women. Oh, wow. How are you able to ensure that there is unity collaboration in such a diverse network?
1: Uh, What we actually did when I talk about resource centers, I saw Mm -hmm. that these resource centers will bring together women. Mm -hmm. It will uh, bring together all the leaders to at least visit those centers and know that women are here and they have come together and they have some things that they are doing together. Mm -hmm. I start from uh, the village elders. We do the community dialogue before we start uh, making a resource center. Mm -hmm. And that community dialogue, I make sure that uh, the government officers are all represented there from mm-hmm. the gender officers to the, to, to the security officers and also the chiefs, the community gatekeepers and village elders. Everybody mm-hmm. is there so that they will actually provide security. And even they are the ones nowadays to tell the women, go to mm-hmm. the resource centers and do your work. They are very mm-hmm. happy because they have seen that mm-hmm. women are not idle, just the way you are in the the days and within it we have the committees in each and every resource center whereby mm-hmm. these committees are the ones to know that uh, other groups because we select the committees say let's have like uh, 25 groups in a resource center mm-hmm. so when we have 25 groups in a resource center we will make sure that each and every group is represented as, an, as a community mm-hmm. whereby they can sit down and uh, share ideas and know that what is new today what are we going to do and where do we want to go Mm-hmm. Again, they will bring all their challenges to parent women group. Also, as mm-hmm. we have the field officers, whereby we we normally send them every month or every week mm-hmm. to go and check what the women are doing and follow mm-hmm.
0: up on their activities, so that mm-hmm. they cannot
1: remain alone and say that we are left
0: behind. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's an amazing structure. In fact, I love how you have even involved the government. Now even the officers are telling the women, you can go. You can go and work. Um, One of the things that uh you have talked about is leaders Um, and even more so of cultivating women leadership, girl leadership. What are some of the concrete examples you can give around that? Let me talk about girls' empowerment, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: during Each and every holiday, we have Mm -hmm. said that uh, we want to train uh, girls each and Mm -hmm. every holiday when they come home.
0: So Mm -hmm. when they
1: come, even if we have money or not, we have to reach out to all resource centers and meet with girls. Mm -hmm. And meeting with girls, we talk together and we take Mm -hmm. their record because there is those women who are uh, leaders there. And they Mm -hmm. normally tell us, uh, when, when a girl is absent, we have to ask why she's absent, whether she has mm. problems. And mm. when we know that it is something like, like school fees, what, what, we have to sit down and uh, make sure that that girl has gone back to school. Mm. And uh, the main aim of these resource centers is also because, you know, this is an hostile environment where we are. And mm. our culture is still. And we still pass through a uh, gender-based violence. The mm-hmm. girls are still uh, being uh, circumcised, a lot mm-hmm. of them. And mm-hmm. uh, although it has gone down since we have started these projects and whatever, but uh, mm-hmm. because of that, there is a lot of girls during the holiday, they come and stay in the center. Mm-hmm. There is so centers. So mm-hmm. when they stay in the resource centers, we just tell them, so all these resource centers, they have accommodations where girls can sleep, where yeah. even women who are being uh beaten by their their, their men can come and mm-hmm. stay there for a week. Yeah. And uh, the leaders can solve the problem. they can call the mm-hmm. husband and sit down and sit down and solve the problem. So, uh, this resource center is only resource center. We have mm. a hall where meetings can be done. We yeah. have accommodation where some few, like 10 to 15 girls, can sleep. Mm. Yeah, so they can sleep, they can rest, they can be rescued in those small resource centers yeah. when they there is a danger coming. So, they mm. can run there. And stay because men, we say that we don't want to see men who will enter into a resource center without the authority of the leaders of the center. So they yeah. cannot know that a girl is just inside here. Yeah. And also, we've done so, and uh, the, our local government knows it.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: they are promoting us for that because they like it very much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm coming to even understand that there is a lot of change and shift within the community. Uh, Now, let's say if you're going to do the meetings, have you seen a change even among men?
1: In the year 2020, Mm -hmm. when we received the funds from a crew, Mm -hmm. we had to actually uh, do what is called community dialogue. Mm. And this community dialogue, we had to involve uh, men in mm. our dialogue and we had we oh, why are girls being circumcised until this time mm. and when we sat down we said that we want to sit down with men and uh, and the, uh, the administration we called mm. them to the nene, and then uh, and then the community give us an everybody and mm. we told them uh, why, why, why is this uh, something happens for the girls mm. and they told that this something is happening because you and these women of yours they have uh, a very big secret whereby we don't know where you are going to train them so that mm. they'll uh, remove that secret. And mm. we told them, uh, what is this secret? We told them, they are the ones who are circumcising the girl. The girl can take tea to the father and is already circumcised. She, mm-hmm. They say that we don't know when they are circumcising them. The other day, I called the women also. And mm. when I called the women, uh, each and every time we have girls, hmm. we have some, uh, we have this, 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 uh, this, this, this you empowerment to the girls. And I normally mm-hmm. tell them we have to have a, an envelope whereby girls write their problems mm-hmm. in a small paper and then mm-hmm. no name, and then they just put inside the. So mm. when the woman came on that day, because most of the girls are saying that we have a challenge in circumcision and mm. it is my mother who is telling me that if you are not circumcised, there is nobody who is going to marry you. Mm. So I removed the, 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 the papers on that mm. day and left the women. And I told the women, okay. You are the ones who are causing the girls to drop out of the schools and to get early marriages. They said, "No, no, it's not us." I said, "Even the men have said that you are the ones who are doing these things," and they mm-hmm. said, "No, no, no, no. The men are the ones who are funding the sacrifice." And then I told them, "Yes, even if it is like that, even you, you still have other problems which are contributing to this to the problems of these girls." And mm-hmm. then I removed the papers. We removed the papers in the office. Mm-hmm. Everyone was almost crying. Because mm-hmm. uh, most of the girls are writing their problems. Another one is saying, My mother is going and I'm only left at home, and there is nothing to feed the, the, the children, the rest of the mm-hmm. children. So she has mm-hmm. to keep out the body, get mm-hmm. the money, and go and buy some food mm-hmm. for, the, for the family. Yeah. So I went to them, and we saw that there are still some challenges mm-hmm.
0: through the women
1: because the girls yeah. are, are speaking out their problems. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah that's such a good intervention to um, help people especially the girls to even have a voice and I say. Yeah. um yeah um, you have talked about uh conservation um putting effort in fighting climate crisis to end poverty food insecurity conflict and as well this discrimination what are some of the what are some of the ways that you have introduced these uh, conservation uh practices among women to help them as you have said even increase help them to you earn money but at the same time in in many ways to overall make a better future for the community
1: yeah so uh, now as i i told you that i have three communities when we mm-hmm. started these groups actually Mm. Uh, I we introduced to them some activities like because most of them are in dry areas, yeah. And I told mm. them it is not good for you to stay just idle like this and visiting me. So I decided to bring together those women and talk to them, and told them, uh, "Which uh, activity are you able to do?" And they said we are good in uh, pit work. It's only that we are we don't have support.
0: We mm. don't have markets
1: for the pit work mm. and i told mm. them if you are good in pit work then you can do the pit work like uh, uh, not staying without doing anything mm. so they started doing their pit work and i told them that uh, this pit work is good and i'm the one who is looking for market for you mm. and when somebody has done the pit the pits it well Bring to the to Paran Women Resource Center and mm. we will pay you and then as we look for market. Uh, yeah. Another thing is uh, beekeeping. We
0: saw mm-hmm. that it's a dry area and they don't mm-hmm. have water. Mm. They don't
1: have water for, for doing agriculture. Mm. So I told them uh, stay in groups and merry mm-hmm. uh, do round the go rounds that you are doing now through pit work. Let's uh-huh. buy some, uh, some 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 ives. And mm. we started with some small ives, and I've seen that now they are doing merry-go-round for their ives now, and they are, they mm-hmm. have somewhere in Narok where they can sell the, the honey. Uh With that, for the for those who are in dry areas, I also talked to those who are in islands, mm-hmm. and I saw that these people, they get uh, some small water. And for mm-hmm. those who are in dry land also, I talked to them to do what is called water harvesting. Mm-hmm. And this water harvesting, they normally harvest water when they when it is uh, raining. And mm-hmm. this water, they harvest in the resource sector. So I mm-hmm. told them this water, which is being harvested at the center, we did what is called, the, uh, we had to treat water using traditional medicine. Mm-hmm. I showed them how to treat that water so that mm-hmm. they will be using for drinking. Like when mm-hmm. they have like 10,000 data, they mm-hmm. can, the, 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 the community can use that water for drinking only, mm-hmm. but they will look for, use, the ones that they can use in the house. And mm. for those ones who are in the island, we did like conservation
0: agriculture.
1: Mm. They have small, they have some vegetables to, to sell in the market and even to sell mm. to other people in the community and some mm-hmm. tomatoes and onions. Mm. And Also in the resou- other resource centers, we say that mm-hmm. we have to do what is called uh, energy saving cookstoves. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. energy saving cookstoves, I saw that because we had women who were taking like 20 donkeys per day to go and sell charcoal. And mm-hmm. I told them, now we have to establish three nurseries. And mm-hmm. these three nurseries are going to be indigenous trees. Because mm-hmm. these indigenous trees, we are going to rehabilitate Mao forest because we are almost near Mao. And it is one of, of our uh, our our water tower, which will depend on like people in Narok. Mm. and so we uh, we, established, we established some three nurseries whereby they sell these indigenous trees with like 20 shillings per mm-hmm. seedlings and mm-hmm. they get they get money and we have mm-hmm. 17 groups doing energy saving cook and we have like uh, 30 groups who are doing a uh, three nursery mm. and they have indigenous uh, trees with with mm-hmm. with with, with uh, fruits also and also, mm-hmm. we have all the women whom we say that we are not, we are not going to leave them behind. We say mm-hmm. these women they are doing, they are giving out upon medicines,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I said I want to empower them. So we formed a group of those all those women who mm-hmm. are doing a uh, traditional medicine. Mm-hmm. We bring them together; they exchange mm-hmm. ideas, mm-hmm. and we advise them to plan traditional uh, 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 medicinal trees near mm. their own, so that when people mm-hmm. go there for medicine, they can mm. easily reach out rather than going to the forest and they don't know whether they'll get or not.
0: Yeah, you, you've you mentioned about the indigenous um, uh, trees, um, and just just two months ago, uh, you got recognized in uh, in COP28. As uh, with the with the conservation a global conservation award for the indigenous groups being recognised for planting trees in the Mao forest and practicing climate smart agriculture, what has that impact done to your the the, the group?
1: Uh, we, we actually won, won an award last year, twenty twenty three, but mm. it's actually been a long way since uh, we started our this work of winning an award. Mm. It's only through resilience that actually actually has actually made us to win this award,
0: mm. and uh,
1: through this resilience, there is uh, behind it there is a lot of success success stories that yes. has uh, made women to pick up, to come successful. Mm. When our activities that we are doing, crew like uh, like like this conservation agriculture, this mm. conservation agriculture has helped the women a lot because we have ensured what is called the food security. Mm. It's the one which helps the women to ensure that they have food, and when the women have actually food in their houses, mm. it is something which is very nice. And also when mm. they have income generating like uh, buying their doing what, Mm. when they have money in their pockets, Mm. when they are strong, there is no gender-based violence. Even there is no uh, gender-based violence to the girls. So Mm. uh, the changes that uh, bring more impacts is the resilience of these things that we have been passing through, There's resilience of uh, working collectively with the women. And mm. uh, waiting for something, not uh, something that you can do and and expect it to happen tomorrow. Because yeah. even when we told them in twenty nineteen to plant trees in their homes, they mm. were saying that they cannot it cannot help them. But mm-hmm. now when you see their homes, you cannot mm. see you cannot be told that that is a, a place for Jane, that is a place for Mary. Mm. No, no, you mm. cannot see because of the forest. But when you ca- when if you could come in the year twenty eighteen, everywhere mm. was there. And mm. they have seen that, uh, so it is good for them when they do
0: something, it is going mm. to bring back something good for them. Yeah. You've been, uh, you've worked for 19, it's going to enter 19 years Um, as as the co-founder and the director of the Paran Women Group. What is um, something that you are most proud of? I am proud of so
1: many things, not even one, yeah. One of it is our environment has changed. And mm. I am happy also because of uh, because of the of working together with the government. Because mm. when I talk about Mao Forest, when my when the a small organ a, a small indigenous organization like Baran Women Group has been peaceful until we are being given a place in Mao Forest by the government, ah, uh, uh, two mm. blocks like that, two blocks, uh, two hundred acres of Mao Forest. It's not mm. a joke because uh, even everybody is wondering. And it is something that we didn't actually know that we are going to get, but this one Mm -hmm. we started since 2005, when we we were just donating trees and planting in Mao forest, doing that, until we saw that we have actually planted like 150,000 trees in Mao forest, and it was a surprise because uh, the Kenya Forest Service was uh, actually counting the trees and making records, and we don't mm-hmm. know that they were making those records. So mm-hmm. uh, this uh, recognition has been uh, has been very impressive to us because and also leadership to mm-hmm. the women. If you if I can be as we have been elected like uh, advisory committee in our county level. Mm. And now, when we are, when we have we have gone and deal have been elected as a county committee, say when they want to do something they cannot do be,
0: before they uh, ask me, mm. what are
1: we going to do?
0: How are you able now to work with care, um collab like successfully? how 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 did that go about, and what were some of the learnings you you got out of it? Yeah,
1: I can say that. Where we are now, or the resilience, or the stages that, that, the stages that we have been passing since the year 2019, 2019 and the year 2020, mm. I can say that all the leadership and the strength that we have is through care. Mm-hmm. Because uh, care was the first people to, to recognize us and we received the funds from a uh, crew through, through care immediately we got that strength from group i think every everything changed and every person knew that there is paran women group mm. and that's how it actually started and we are very very
0: proud about the mm. uh, about you people yeah mm. it's 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 amazing to see how um organizations are keen to help um organizations that are working in the local grassroots and to actually empower them and to basically eventually leading to such a good, uh, growing a community um, well. And so we are so glad that we are able to work with you. So the last question is, what are your hopes and aspirations uh, for the future, for the for Paran women's group? I just want the Paran women's group to at least
1: see that each and every woman has gained the strength to actually continue with uh, to get good spaces in everywhere. and mm-hmm. also even our future generation. I mm-hmm. just wanted them to to
0: to have this uh, this motto of ours as women group. Mm. is there any final word you want to put on the podcast uh, or it's just yes your... we just
1: want to i just want to say that uh, when you when when you access any support don't forget mm-hmm. para women group we are ready to still work and continue with
0: you people yes <laughs> yeah nayan's story is a testament to the power of collective action and community-driven solutions. Her relentless commitment to uplifting women and safeguarding our environment ignites our hope for a fairer and more eco-conscious world. May her father ignite a spark within you, showing that every individual holds the power to enact change in their surroundings. I am Kelly Mudusi, grateful for your company. Stay tuned for our next enlightening episode as we continue to explore the stories that educate and inspire until next time.